Welcome to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and I am a high-performance mindset coach, a mom, a former professional athlete, and an entrepreneur. I help coaches and high performers optimize their mindset to improve their coaching, their performance, and those of their athletes, and their lives. Here, you'll learn all about mindset, how to live it, how to teach it, and how to sell it. All right, guys, welcome again to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. Guys, we are so lucky that we have Courtney Thompson again. Courtney and I are trying to just like do this co-hosting thing. So uh, if you love it, subscribe, share it with your friends. I think this is pretty cool. It makes my job a lot easier. And it's just like fun to catch up with you, Courtney. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I feel the same. Every time we do this, I just get energized and geek out. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah. So just a little behind the scenes, guys, if you're listening um, or watching, um, sometimes I tell Courtney ahead of time what we're going to talk about. Sometimes I really don't. We're trying to figure out what the best way to do it is. I kind of feel like there's benefits on both sides. Um, but this one, like like the regret one, you were definitely, I did not give you much preparation at all. <laughs> you coaching me for 45 minutes on regret. Yeah. Yeah, which I also appreciated the challenge in it. I was like, oh, it was a it was a hard pivot from what I thought we were doing, but I kind of appreciate that. Like you and I talk about being in the arena a lot. Like that's yeah. part of it as coaches. Yeah. So I I was stoked on it. And um yeah, I kind of see the benefit of both as well. Yeah. Well, and today we talked about it a little bit and your your eyes just like lit up when I talked to you about what we're gonna talk about today. And the premise of today really is how do we allow things to be simple? The idea is, you know, Courtney played obviously at a really, really high level. Um, Before I even knew you, I had heard about your work ethic. So I know that you're a hard worker, as we like to say, and something that I'm sure you're proud of and something that, you know, got got you to play at the level that you played at, which was the Olympic level. You wouldn't have gotten there without that work ethic. And I think today I just really want to talk about because so many of our listeners, so many people in our certification and in our community are athletes, former athletes, coaches. And a lot of us have this pride of working hard, which is great. The challenge is we often make things difficult. We make things hard and allowing things to be easy or simple. Like, I don't know. It just seems like it's, it's very difficult for some of us. What are your thoughts? Oh my gosh. I, First of all, to all those listening, when Lindsay said the topic, I was like, okay, how many hours do we have? Right. Because I find this nuance, uh, it's such a beautiful nuance and it's so challenging. And it's kind of one of those things where like, if someone's never been burnt out or like never trained too hard, then like teaching them about recovery is like, well, like, are you really in the arena of finding your best if you haven't really gone past that line? Yeah. And so part of this is, is tough, but I guess my initial thoughts are it's almost easier. And maybe you and you and I are very similar in this way. I think it's almost easier to live in the override. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I'm going to go anyway. Champions get up when it's tough. I'm going to be resilient. Like the grit side of being your best is a huge piece of doing anything special. Yep. And if you only do that, then you get to the you get to the championship or you win and it's like falling off a cliff. <laughs> like yeah. you're exhausted and or you you lost the joy in it. And I think the other part when you look at people that have done amazing things is that they have this ability to let go mm-hmm. in a way. And it creates so much space for you to reconnect to your why and your purpose, to bring the kind of energy you want to moments. I'm already geeking out. Sorry. No. I'm just 
but like it, it, there's so much beauty in the moments where you go, I don't know what's going to happen, but like, I'm here for it all. Mm-hmm. And like the depth of experience that happens when you can be gritty and hold on to that, I think is like amazing, but it's really hard to, to live in. That's the magic of it, isn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah, holding both of those things. And I think for me, like so much of the allowing things to be easy the way that I frame it, which I think has really helped me is like, when you allow whatever can be simple, you allow it to be simple so that your energy is put towards the thing that no one else can do. No one, but you can really do like you can, you can put your energy towards doing bold things and big things and scary things. When you're like in the fray of like all the BS and the minutia, yeah. uh, it's a lot of like being spread really thin. Like I will tell my, my certification students, which is what my coach told me is like, can you move one thing a mile instead of a hundred things an inch? And like, to me, that really helps me because I do have that fire and I do, but, but not everything can equally get that fire. Man. So that's been helpful because I don't think we need to throw the baby out with bathwater, which is like the worst phrase ever, but you know, like we want, ourselves and and people around us to have a really good work ethic but not everything has to be hard. Yeah, so okay, I want to ask you a question on this because to me what I when I hear you say that, I'm nodding my head and I hear control and then your intentional use of allowing. Cuz yeah. to me when I'm in it and I'm like insecure, I want to control everything. I want to mm-hmm. do everything. I want and it's really hard to let go. And stay focused on, as you're saying, like the essence of what makes you, you makes me, me. So can you talk about how you manage um, that? Because I think as high level athletes too, it's like, you come from this belief that we dictate shit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I will win the game. I have this power, which you don't. Right. So it's a, it's a fine line. And then can you also share more about why you chose the word allow? Cause I think it's um, really powerful. Um, Yes. I think there's a, there's a whole component to self-sabotage on this, which I wanted to just sort of put in real quick before I forget, because we can talk about it later. Um, this idea that like, I'm going to just spread myself really, really thin, and then I'm going to not be that successful, or I'm going to be burnout, or I'm going to be tired, or I'm going to be whatever. And then, oh, it, it didn't work out, right? Um, but I, I really think, I forget the first part of your question, but the allowing part is really a big part of it. Cause that's where the mindset piece comes in to me. Like, for example, like I'll talk to one of our certified coaches who's like building their business. Right. And they're trying to like do a webinar and do, um, um, a new course. And they're working with this team and this team and these athletes. And, you know, they're trying to be everything to everybody. And the challenge is always, okay, can you keep this simple? Like if you're going to launch a new program, can you, but for the first time, and there's so much you don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's like, well, I'm going to get a new website and then I'm going to like, we just talked about, and I'm going to get a new logo and then I'm going to connect that. I'm going to have a webinar and then I'm going to have a launch and then I need to get a VA. And then I need to, you know, they like do these like million things that like, you know, Tony Robbins is doing for his launch. Right. Right. You know? And it's like, can you stop and allow it to be simple? What is the simplest way to do this? This is the first time you've done it. Maybe. 
Can you, and this is, again, it's a self-sabotage. And I think it's also making things more complicated because you don't want to do the one scary thing that it takes. So imagine this, you want to do a launch and you want to do the social media thing and you want to do the, this, 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 you know what else you could do? You could call up 10 people that you know and ask them to join your group coaching program. You could do that. That is the simplest way to launch this new program. It is also the scariest. So that's why I say allow. How can you allow this to be simple? And sometimes Mm -hmm. that simple thing, I think, is like the hardest. And that's why we don't want to do it. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, it sounds like a little bit of grace to like not try to do all the things at once and also stay true to the essence of it instead of building. It's like procrastinating. I have to do this one thing, but I'm going to clean the house first. Yes. (laughs) Totally. And what's the fastest way to your goal? Yeah. To get good at the thing. The simplest. Yeah. Instead of like, and I also think like kind of with this, I think is not allowing yourself to get overwhelmed not allowing yourself to overcomplicate things. I think that's another thing. Like when we are hard workers, we're like, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to work 60 hours a week. I'm going to go do, 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 do. And then we're, and I'm going to feel really good because I'm working. You you can't see me because I'm doing quotation marks. (laughs) I'm working really hard. And most of that work is total bullshit. That's what I see a lot. And I, I, I'm saying it like enthusiastically because I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, when you first started, how did you like, what was the evolution of this for you? Cause, cause I hear you. I think the, in the creating space for yourself to create and imagine and like connect to something that's really meaningful. Like it's hard to do that when we're exhausted or when we're in this like stress state or anxious state of checking all these boxes. So, and there's such a balance because you know, you got to do some things, but so what was the evolution of this for you as a coach? Um, that's a good question. And did you learn this playing or was this all in, in the um, business setting for see. you? Mm. Well, I mean, I think it really kind of mirrors my evolution with mindset of like, I'm, you know, prior to learning mindset, it was like, just work hard. That's the answer. And sim- similar to my company, like I tried that. It didn't yeah. effing work. Like it works to a point. Yeah, that's it. Right. And so that's where I think it's a, it's a really good, and I think also honoring, like that's a really good part of you and I, and so many yeah. people listening to this, it is a really good part, mm, I like but I that. think to get to that next level, you're like letting go, you're f- letting things be easy. Like you said, like I kind of the end of the game or whatever, when you're trying to like win the game, that, um, that instinct or, or, you know, intention is good, but it's also like, can I a- allow the game to come to me? Can I Ooh, yeah. let be easy? You know, like that's what, and you're talking about, you talked about control too. Like, I think this, this is like a big soup of like what I think some I people listening to this, um, potentially see even themselves or other people like, and then with that soup, I think then it's like complicated and overwhelming and I'm pushing against it and I'm trying to find control. And it's like, maybe just step back. Yeah. Yeah. The resistance of it. That gave me chills when you said that letting the game come to you. Mm -hmm. I think it. So when we talk about mindset skills is like 
you know, you're on your edge. What are the tangible things you do to help you feel like yourself? And then underneath that is like your framework and how you believe, you know, the way you see the world basically. And what you just brought up for me was like, when you're in this hustle and the, the constricting, like, I got to go, I got to do this, I got to do this. It's, it's kind of operating from a place. And I've been in this where it's like, if I, when I get to here, mm-hmm. I will rest, I will be successful. Yeah. I will be happy. I will be, you know, and then hypothetically we speaking, Olympics, didn't you? Yeah. I was just about to make a joke. I was like, hypothetically speaking, you get the Olympics and you're like, oh shit, now what? <laughs> And I see it, you know, in the last seven years working with corporations, it's the same. I mean, it's a human experience yeah. of like this external thing is going to change how I feel in the world. And then where, I can relax. Yeah. Yeah. And it only really comes from doing a lot of like inner work. So that's the reward. Yeah. But when you get there, you're not going to be able to relax either. Cause if that's like your mentality. Exactly. Then- and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a cool nod to like allowing the game to come to you is this like deep trust that like. Ooh, and there's a playfulness. Like, I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I can go do all these things, but I can do this and I can, I can control how I show up in the moment. And it's so fun when you're in that. And as I'm saying it, I just have so much compassion when you're out of it. Cause to me, it's really cyclical. And I think I've gotten better at catching it, but I find myself wanting to control or exhausted and like, okay, I got to do these things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, a minute. Mm-hmm. So. Like, do you still find yourself in that? And if so, like, what do you do first? I find myself overcomplicating things for sure. Hmm. But like, if ever I'm going to do like, and and there's such a balance, right? Because like you're doing it with, with your business is like, you want to have things nice. Like you want to have this done before this done and this done before this done. And like, you want like this fully flushed out business with all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted. And I think the being okay with the iteration of like, I'm going to get better and then I'm going to learn and then I'm going to get to the next level. I think a lot of, I see a lot of our mindset coaches, like that's when we've broken it down into stages. Like if you're in stage one or two, like don't focus on social media. You don't even need a website, you know, like do things in order. Otherwise you're not keeping things simple and you're actually focusing on the wrong things. So I think for me, I, I often overcomplicate things, but I'm much better about asking the question of like, and this is the question that I think this is, this episode is sort of about is like, how can I make this easier? How can I make this simpler? Would it be possible to do this in a simpler way? Yeah. I'll give you a, it's like a really silly, it's kind of silly example from my life. So as you can imagine, in my house, we have a perpetual, humongous pile of laundry. Like, <laughs> if you come over to our house, it's just always there, right? Like, we don't have a laundry. Well, we kind of do, but it's downstairs in the basement, in the garage. And so, like, laundry is done in the living room, right? And it can get, like, super overwhelming and just, like, just, like, a lot, right? There's six people. So, Eventually, my my mom asked was, first of all, like my mom was like, do you really need to fold your two-year-old's clothes? Right? Like, does it matter if her little cute little pants are wrinkly? I'm thinking, no, it absolutely does not matter if any of my children's clothes are wrinkly. I don't care. Right? And so now what we do is we have like, bins for each girl 
and we literally throw the clothes in the bin. And of course, then there's other things we're trying to teach them to put it away themselves. And some of them fold it. My seven-year-old likes to fold it. That's great. So like the question of this like system that was not working and it's still overwhelming, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot better Yeah. of like, do I really need to spend hours and hours folding three month old to seven month old clothes? No, I do not. And just my mom asking that question shifted me into like, how can I make this simpler? Right. Challenging this idea that every onesie needs to be folded or, you know, whatever. And so that, and that made a huge difference, right? Like I could get all perfectionist about it. I could think, oh, you know, whatever the story is I have in my mind, like moms, you know, or parents, if they take care of their children, they're folding their underwear or whatever the thought is that's, that's, you know, or I could say, according to my priorities, laundry isn't high on the list, but it just has to be done. How could I make this simpler? And so again, that's kind of a silly example, but I think it's like, that's what we do very often is we make things more complicated than they need to be instead of just asking the question. Yeah. I actually think that's a brilliant example. (laughs) (laughs) And also, yeah, like you said earlier, it keeps us from putting our attention on things that are hard to look at or scary or, you know, like it's easier to kind of find the low hanging fruit to ruminate on. Yeah. And we do this in our, um, and our certification too, we, we have like this brain dump thing. I don't know if I've ever done this with you where we do the five D's and it, I won't go well, we into haven't. all of them, but it's like, you delete things that don't need to be done. You delegate to other people. Um, anyway, there's, it's a whole system that we teach, but I think the, the crux of that process of the five D's is like, can we like trim the fat, you know, instead of like, thinking everything has to be done and everything has to be done right now and everything has to be done by me. How do we recognize that we have limited time, limited energy, limited brain space, whatever our limitation is, we all have them. So how do we keep it simple and focused on the things that are really important? Yeah. You know, instead of like an athlete being in the gym all day. Yeah. Can we work really, really hard in the weight room for an hour or an hour and a half? I love that. Just being intentional about it. Yeah. I mean, I just think so many people, myself included, that's not our instinct of like, how do we make this simple? How are you doing this in your, as you're building your business right now? Is there any like examples that you have as far as places you've made it more complicated? Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, the biggest thing I've noticed is when, you know, I'm in a similar space to you or teaching athletes and coaches, you know, mindset and and skills to navigate the inevitable challenges is when I try to do teach more in an hour. I'm like, Oh, let's get it all in there. Yes. And it does like any of these skills can feel so trite when you just, I mean, they're easy to understand. It's not like I'm changing the world saying control. You can like over the rest or right. Hey, try to be where your feet are. You are. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's not like nobody has heard that. And there's like miles and miles of depths on each of these skills, if you really understand and have lived kind of these nuances. So for me, that's how it shows up. And I've almost, uh, as far as creating the business, I think oversimplified because I've only been in the essence of it. I haven't done any of the like adult things around the actual business. So So, now that you are though, do you feel like there's ways that you're making things harder because you like to work hard and because you like, uh, Uh, yeah. Cause I think, I think a lot of it is like, the pride of being a hard worker, 
Yeah. Right. Like that manifesting at all as you're doing all these back end business, businessy adult things. Yeah. I will just, you know what? I just avoid doing the like actual business stuff. And I, I'm like, Oh, we could do this content or what do you, you know, I've even like, I'm working with two other amazing women right now collaborating. And I have this whole checklist of business things and I just keep sending them content. I'm like, what if we did this? What if we did this? And last night I was like, wow, you're really avoiding. So that's kind of how it's, I'm overcomplicating for me so far. I'm sure I will do it in another way soon. Well, I think for me a lot too, is like the hard work of like creating, like I, it's good because there's like a lot that I like, I don't know, start with, uh, let's put it that way. And then it like certain things settle. And I think much like you said, like the ability to keep things simple is like a huge discipline for me. Like when I'm teaching something and I, of course I teach this to my certified coaches to try to keep it simple for them to work with athletes. But I like, it is a constant thing for me, like to not do 50 billion things. And even when I'm teaching something to just to limit it almost, that's what it feels like to limit And it's, it's really Uh, not though. It's like, that's kind of the beauty of really good design or really good teaching is like, it's very simple. It seems like anybody could do it, but it takes so long to get there. And I think it also takes that allowing of like this thing by itself, standing alone, freaking works. Yeah. You don't need anything else. Yeah. Implement this really, really well. And that takes discipline because we all want to like, it's like the monkey mind, right? It's like, I want to do this and then I want to do this and then I want to implement this and I give me another thing to work it's on. Another so tool. true. Like I need another training or I need another certification or I need another offerings. Like, yeah. I've been in that then. Yeah. I've been yeah. in that. Let's oh, do yeah. retreats and let's do this. And then it's like, wait, but what do I want on the first page of the website? Like, can I get that clear? And you're right. It's similar to when I was competing at my best, there's like two, two things I was working towards Yeah, that were under my control versus like, I remember sending my coaches, I had just been through this like really gnarly phase and I almost quit the national team after my first Olympics. And I sent them a list of 12 goals that were just so gnarly. I mean, it might've been more than 12. Like it was like every day I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I was just like, I don't care what they say. This isn't what I'm going to do. And I'm like, you know, I was on the train flying. Yes. And I remember they wrote me back. I could tell they were like trying to be nice. They're like, Courtney, we love your ambition. We love your fire. This seems like a lot, (laughs) you know? And um, so it is like, I think something that just when you're in this kind of industry and have this personality, it's like, all right, how do I wrestle with this forever? Yeah. But But I I think it does come back to that allowing because I know for myself, I have I guess to some degree, the underlying thought is more is better, right? Like yes, more work, more offerings, more this, more whatever, more is always better. More reps, yeah. more time in the gym. Oh God, it's so right? true. Like, oh. I mean, I think when I'm like, as we're going through this, I did not have this written down in my notes, but I do think that that's like, I think there's two thoughts. I think that it's more is better. And then I think like the pride in being a hard worker instead of like a smart worker. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. work hard in certain areas and then let other things be easy. Let other things yeah. be simple. 
I think as, that's maybe what, as I'm talking, that's maybe like the, the crux of it for me. Yeah. I've, that all feels really true for me. And coming from this like external, what is it going to look like on the outside? What do I need to do out here? Like what are the boxes I need to check rather than coming from this like really true place of, okay, this is, this matters to me. This is the essence. This is simple. Mm-hmm. Let's let it kind of like blossom from there. Yeah. And once you're like, once you have that set and clear, it's like, okay, what's next? What's next? And I think often as athletes in sport, it's like, okay, we, we know the end goal. Let me work backwards. And this is, um, I mean, some of that's important and maybe we have like an objective, but then can we come from this inner place of like aliveness and simplicity and clarity and let the doing flow from there. It's really powerful. This is a, this has been helpful for me so far. I think it has been for me too. And I think, I know, I think the other thing, as you're talking about this, I noticed this a lot in, um, well, I definitely noticed it like with my girlfriends, like, you know, momming and careers and like just life, right. Is like, we're feeling like a lot's going on. Right. And like listeners, whatever's going on in your life, kids or work or career or moving or whatever. Right. And I hear this from my certified coaches too, because some of them are talking about like how much they're using these tools in their life, not just with their clients. So like things are feeling like a lot. Right. And I think for so much of us, and maybe this is like society telling us the answer is to do more. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we have to get the laundry done and we have to do this. And like, if only we were more productive or we had more time or whatever, and maybe the answer is not to do more, but it's to do less right? Like there was only so much more that we can take on, that we can do well, that we can manage in a healthful way. You know, like there is a limit to that. So maybe the answer is not more. Maybe the answer is less. I think that's really what a lot of this is, is like, and when we were competing and did you ever feel that way? Like, okay, probably your instinct was I need to get back in the gym and do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which is like an anxious approach, right? Like, let me do, you know, um, at Finding Mastery, we talk a lot about like, can I do more to be more? Right. <laughs> opposed to like what you're saying is like flipping it. Can I be more present? Can I be more aligned? Can I be more intentional and fill up that cup or whatever and rest and recover and then let the doing flow from there? And I, it's just easier to do. <laughs> It's so and to be productive. And it's, I mean, how often can we sit in silence with ourselves anymore and like it, really let it settle and just to consider or to daydream or to like check in? It's really challenging for people, mm-hmm. myself included. And I've like devoted my life to this stuff. Right. And I still find that like oh, that scratchiness or whatever. And I also know at my best, it's like I'm deeply connected to that. And yeah, I just, it's not easy. And our culture is so opposite of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, our culture is set up to be like, you're not doing enough. And oh. we still celebrate the like, I'm exhausted. You know, it's like when you ask people how they are, I'm fine. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But what else? I'm busy. Busy. That's it. Yeah. It's like, that's it. There's like three options. <laughs> Who was like, you know, I've been really thriving lately. I'm great. 
I am balancing it. I'm not doing much, but what I am doing, I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sitting in joy. I'm connected. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping things really simple. Yeah. I feel like um, simple. So, you know, in the Mindset Coaching Collective, we t- we talk in our monthly coaching, we talk a lot. In my certification, we talk about this, but in the monthly coaching, we talk a lot about, um, you know, our process to like, in like prioritizing. And like, again, I just think that that, allowing you have to get yourself in the space where it is okay to do less and you ask yourself how so instead of so like listeners if you want like one actionable thing i think it's it's like asking yourself whatever's happening today whatever you're feeling some kind of way about that's not maybe super helpful um how can you make it simpler you know, yeah. and I think the answers really do. This isn't like you said, this isn't like rocket science. This isn't like none of this stuff is hard. It's, I should say, none of this stuff is like complicated concepts, but to yeah. remember to do it Oof, in the moment so you need it is really challenging. So hard. And I think yeah. that's why we do listen to podcasts or we, you know, have to try to get our routines or we try to have these things that we can rely on because it brings us back to these really simple concepts that, like you said, they're, they're, they go deep if you just keep working on them. Yeah. And and the steady drip of it. I like that. How can I simplify? And maybe like, what can I let go of? Like, what is either a behavior or a thought pattern or a need to like do more? Can I, can I choose to let go of that this week? Yeah. And yeah, so much of this conversation too is like um, recovery. Yeah. And the ironic thing, well, maybe we won't get into that too much, but the ironic thing too is like when we do allow ourselves to rest and to recharge and to let go of things that are keeping us busy, we do so much better work. Oh my God. Like this is the irony of it all. It's like you will actually have more of an output. It's like, it's like when we talk about mindfulness, people are like, I don't, well, we don't have time, but yeah. half of our time, our attention is divided. So if that yeah. gets better then you actually do have more time. So yeah. More multitasking. It's a tough one. Yeah. I think it, I think it really does to me, one of the most empowering things about this is like, this is all self-imposed, right? Like having 10 things to do today. If you're in, in a, in a good mindset that you've allowed yourself to make it as simple as possible, shifts your mindset to say, I can do this. Right. And on the other side, you can have 10 things to do, look at it, get totally overwhelmed. It feels so complicated. You don't even know where to start. Maybe you procrastinate and make it worse. Like that can exist in the same person and it can exist with the exact same 10 tasks. Like it's not, these are things that we are doing to ourselves. And I think so much of what we do as mindset coaches is like allowing people to understand that they have a choice. Mm. That's where I think the allowing comes in. Is like you can make these 10 things complicated or there can be a lightness to them where you just you put down whatever it is you put down. Maybe it's the expectations, maybe it's the overcomplicating it, maybe it's the just not allowing yourself to feel overwhelmed. Just saying I'm going to get the first thing done and then I'm going to do the second and then I'm going to do the third. Yeah. And it's like I think that that choice is so hard to recognize because it feels like truth. It feels like a fact. This, these 10 things are overwhelming, period. Mm. Not I'm making them 
feel overwhelming. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's really good. That feels very true to me. It does to me too. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's why we try to do these other things like meditate or work out or drink enough yeah. water or whatever, because what we bring to that situation matters. Yeah. And what we avoid usually gets bigger. So it's like when you're in the overwhelm, it just is like this snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm getting more and more overwhelming. Yeah. I feel that with my certified students and then they they get paralyzed. Yes. Like, where do I even start? This thing that I want to do is so, and again, it comes down to like, if they want to launch a product, then it's like, well, I have to have the website and and what comes first and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, well, how can you make it simple? Could you call 10 people and get them in this coaching program? Yeah. What if you, what if they paid through Venmo instead of through a fancy website? You know, it's like, we don't allow ourselves to do that. Yeah. Because we want things. We like, we secretly want things to be complicated. And then we don't actually have to get them done because they're too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm already thinking about my to-do list I've been avoiding because of this. So thanks for the coaching. Okay. So what's one thing that you can, so I, we talked about like just asking yourself that question today. Like if you're listening to this oh yeah, and you're the, you're the coach, which you are, what, what would you have people do? Oh, I'm wait for me. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Or what would you have? Like if you're, if you were listening, what would you have people? Sorry. Yeah. What would I you have people that are listening do? I would have them. I'm going to stick to the, um, what can I let go of? Mm. And maybe one behavior and one thought pattern. Yeah. It's like, for me, you know, for me, it would be, I need to have all of these things done today. And I'm going to take what you said of like, okay, let me just do the one thing and then I'll do the next thing and not, you know, I get overwhelmed by setting up the bank accounts and the payroll and the yeah. the back end stuff for me is, is tough. So that, and then, yeah, a thought pattern. I think we get in these loops of like, it's not going to be ready if I don't have all this or I've got to have it, everything perfect or whatever that might be. And it's just natural that our brain is going to go to worst case when we care about something. So to just go, okay, that's not serving me. Yeah. Let me go to this. So what can, what can they let go of this week? Yeah. And I'm, I'm in it with everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I always joke about. Like having kids is like it, um, it's been the best thing for my business because I have to keep things simple. Like I really don't, have I mean I I can cope with complicated things and I still do, but I have to come back to okay if I want to do these things and I can't do everything, that like limitation really actually helps me. Which sounds really funny, but it's like I I'm kind of this I have this other force that is like forcing me to keep things yeah. simple, and yeah. I think we all sort of have to take that prism of like uh, if I only had four hours today to work on whatever I want to work on, what would I work on? you know, because I can't do everything. And I found that like, so, so helpful because I, I think I get like a little adrenaline too of like, okay, I'm going to get these things done in this limited amount of time. Instead of like, I have eight hours to just like, Oh, I'll get whatever I can done. And like, Oh, I'll do the dishwasher and then I'll come back. And then, you know, and so for me, I think the simplicity helps me from a time management standpoint too. Amen. So. Yeah, this has been incredibly inspiring for me. I know. I feel like concepts, yeah, thank you. Right? <laughs> These simple concepts about things being simple. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, exactly. It is why I like podcasts though, because it's just like a steady drip of like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's this one. Th- yeah. 
So, well, I mean, I think uh, I imagine that some people listening to this have also had their own like that's going through their like filters of processing this information too, and have probably come up with some really inspiring ways to apply it um, in their own lives. So, um, anyway. I think that's really cool. Thanks for riffing on this with me. Yeah. Thank All right. you. Um, final thing is one, where can people find you? Yes. My, I'm not on too many social media platforms, but um, my Instagram is ctomp, C-T-H-O-M-P underscore three. And then we'll have, we have a website coming up. It's yeah. called welcome to the fourth.com. I'm pretty fired up about it. Yeah, I know. I, we're going to do a whole thing on. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you. Um, Awesome. And then, okay, if people want to hire you, what would they hire you to do? And who would that be? Yeah, so I work with individuals and teams, um, a pretty wide range, a lot of volleyball doing on the court stuff, and then kind of a hybrid of, hey, here's some mindset skills. Now let's go apply them in the gym. So yep. it looked like 30 minutes in the classroom, on the court, whatever. And then uh, we would go play for 30 minutes, trying to apply these ideas of confidence and control. And then I'm also working with a lot of college teams, uh, many sports. So just anyone really that's uh, wanting to be their best and wanting to condition their mind a little bit more to help them be present and embrace challenges is what it's yeah. all about. Well, you're a great coach. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Courtney's going to be on regularly. You're going to co-host. Yeah, with I'm so excited. Hey, guys, if you have any ideas on topics we should cover, Instagram, I'm uh, what am I? at Lindsay positive perform on Instagram. So you can hit me up or hit up Courtney. Um, and we have the mindset coach Academy certification program opening early 2023. So if you want to be a mindset coach or add to your existing, um, credentials as a mindset coach, come on over. Uh, we'd launch that once, usually once a year. Um, and we've got a wait list going. So come on over to positive performance training.com get on that wait list. Um, because spots are limited. So, all right. I think that's it. Anything all else? Right, Lynn? No. All right. Excited for next time. Thank yes. you. We got to get a topic. I think I might have a couple of things already on my list, but we'll okay, talk. Okay, cool. It. All right, guys. Bye everybody bye. have a great day. And thanks, Courtney. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hey, if you loved this episode, make sure to check out all of our free and paid resources over at positiveperformancetraining.com. You want to take mindset training to the next level? We got you. But here are three more specific ways. If you want to take mindset training and live it more in your life, definitely subscribe to this podcast. We send out bonus episodes. We have our mental Mondays. We have interviews and training episodes. Definitely subscribe. If you want to teach it, meaning taking it to your athletes or your clients, I highly recommend Psychology of Competition. Again, you can check that out at positiveperformancetraining.com. It is a great course that will teach you and your athletes how to have pre, during, and post-competition routines to up your performance. And if you want to learn how to have a mindset coaching business in order to sell mindset coaching, highly recommend signing up for our waitlist for our next certification cohort, which usually opens about once a year. But in the meantime, go to positiveperformancetraining.com and check out our ultimate mindset coaching toolkit. Well, it will show you exactly how to get started with your first mindset coaching clients. Again, go to positiveperformancetraining.com for all of our free and paid resources.